Narcissists construct false realities. You see, a narcissist doesn't want to admit who they actually are. We know that through their constant lying, through their constant manipulation of the facts, of gaslighting, of trying to keep you in the dark of what's actually true, what's actually real. But narcissists are obsessed with creating a false image, with creating a false reality, with creating something that is not true at all, but they're trying to convince you that it is true. So when they create these false realities, a lot of times people start getting really confused of how they're lying so much about so many things, about so little things, and so it's such big things. Like every single thing that comes out is just lie after lie after lie after lie. Well, for a person to live that way, for a person to live in a way that they don't match up to what they're saying, so like they're constantly knowing like the truth and the lies, they have to be able to separate that. They have to be able to distinguish between the lies and the truth. Well, if a narcissist can get to the place where they, in one sense, like gaslight themselves to believe the lies as truth, there's less things to have to battle inside the brain of, am I actually being congruent with the things that I'm saying or the things that I'm doing? So as a result, you have two separate sides. You have the reality and then you have the fantasy or the fiction. And the narcissist will go back and forth from reality to fantasy, back and forth, every single day, several times a day, multiple times a minute, like whatever it might be, they'll go back and forth between those two realities. This is how a lot of times they can disconnect or sometimes disassociate the two realities from each other. You might be wondering, like, how does this play out? Well, it plays out the majority of the time in like cheating relationships where a narcissist will be in a marriage, will be in a relationship, and then she'll walk out the door and call up the next person. Or he'll go to lunch and he'll meet with someone else that's not his wife or not his spouse or whatever it might be. And you'll see that disconnect happen time and time again. And for a lot of people, it like messes with their minds of like, how in the world is this even possible? Like, how in the world could they do this type of thing or lie just about everything? The thing is, with a narcissist, you need to get to the place where you believe that lie. And that's what they're looking for. They want to believe that lie. They want to believe the fantasy that they've created. So a lot of times, they will try to look at it and view it from a place of truth. So stick with me for a second. If, if a narcissist, if I can stand in fantasy and believe that everything is 100% true that anything that's happening in reality is just false. It's just a lie. If I can stay 100% in reality, then anything people are accusing me of in fantasy is just a lie. So the hardest thing with a narcissist is just the jump. It's really the gap between the two, the gap between reality and fantasy that they have to get across really fast because you can't stay in that limbo mode. If you stay in that limbo mode, one, you get caught, and two, you start going crazy. You can't stay in that limbo mode. You have to get from one side to the other. So for the narcissist, they'll jump straight into the fantasy and they'll say, this is my reality in this moment. That's why they live in the moment. In this moment, at this time, at this second, this is my reality. That means I can be truthful about everything in this reality and I don't have to be truthful about stuff in that reality because that reality doesn't exist. They live oftentimes very much in the moment. Then they switch back. This is my reality. 
Now, there's tons of facets. There's tons of differences between the two realities. Like the fantasy reality, like they're the best person in the world. Like they're the hero. They're the awesome person. And the in the reality reality, you've got the person that's a victim, that they're being abused, that they're that all this type of stuff is happening to them. So they have to escape to this reality. They have to go to a different reality because they can't own up to the facts that they're not being abused. They're not being um uh, manipulated or controlled or anything like that. What they are is they're dealing with someone who's trying to live in a healthy relationship with boundaries that's holding them accountable and they can't handle that. So let's switch to this reality. That way we can focus on what we think is real, what we think is true, and live in a place where there's no regrets, no remorse, and everything's okay because this reality is all by itself. So sometimes people will say like, what about like the, the simple lies? Like what about the lies that they don't even need to tell? A lot of times that comes just strictly out of habit. Like they'll be telling a lie and it becomes instinctual. It becomes a habit. It becomes a place where it's literally like a knee jerk effect. Did you get this for lunch? No, I got this. When reality, I did get that for lunch. But what happened was instantly my mind just goes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lie about that. And it becomes to a place that lying becomes easier more simple, more easy to just say a lie than it is to actually own up and tell the truth, even if it's about something small. Because the big things are what a narcissist avoids to tell the truth. Because if they can avoid that, they can avoid that accountability, that shame, that guilt, that remorse, all that kind of stuff. They have to be able to avoid that as best they can because they can't be wrong. And as a result, they start attributing those feelings, those thoughts, those actions to every single lie out there of like, oh, I need to lie about the sandwich I had. Do they really? No. But they're still going to attach everything else that they already lied about. They're going to attach those feelings to that new lie, and they're just going to spit it out as fast as they can because they have to be able to avoid whatever confrontation, whatever questioning, whatever doubt that someone has about their character, about their reality, and get past it as quick as they can. Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, I was talking to somebody the other day and he was mentioning like, what about the lies that they lie about that they know that we're lying about? The whole like, you know that they know that they know that they know, like the whole thing like going back and forth. Like this person, they lied about a certain thing. They lied about, this person, they lied about being vaccinated, okay? However, the family saw the person get vaccinated. They have the vaccination card. They know that it's a legitimate thing that happened, but the person said it never even happened. Okay, one, that's gaslighting, okay, and two, lying. But the, the idea of, like, why did they even lie about that when they know the truth is already out there? Another thought with this is with those two realities, sometimes you get lies that happen that people know about that are just bleeding through from the other reality, from the fantasy to the reality. So let's say in this reality, that person is not vaccinated. 
And in this reality, that person is vaccinated, whether it's for work or whatever. But how they portray that is two different ways. And as a result, when in one time, when they're in one side of the reality, they're lying because there's like a lie that's like bleeding over from the other side. Because when the person goes back and forth from their fiction and fantasy to their reality and truth, it gets to the place over a period of time where it starts to get confusing. You start losing pieces of it. And oftentimes this is when people will say like, hey, this is one aspect of when the narcissist mass falls. It's when their truth starts to bleed through their fantasy. When their fiction can no longer pull everything together, when their fiction can no longer be concrete, you start to see the lies and everything that start to bleed out and then you start to see truth. That a lot of times is those two realities that they're trying to have in their mind. The, the actual real life, this is the truth, this is the facts, and then the fantasy that's going on over here, you start to see that bleed through and then you start to see it slowly break down and crumble. This is when you start to see people call out the narcissist or say like, hey, like I thought you were actually doing this or like, why did you lie about this? This is what happened. And then you start to see them pause. You start to see them stutter. You start to see them try to figure out how do I get out of this? Well, let me concoct a new lie. Let me say something else. Let me say I'm going to be honest and only give partial truths. Let me continue to move the conversation best I can to be able to get back to one of those realities. But typically when those start crumbling, when the lines between the two, when the jump between the two becomes less and less smooth, you'll start to see those realities crumble faster and faster and faster. And it'll spiral into more and more abuse that happens in a relationship. I hope that makes sense about lying. Um, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a counselor. I'm just a person with narcissism who's dealt with it for a long period of time, and I'm still going to be dealing with it for the rest of my life. And so that's why I'm in therapy, and that's why I'm on this platform to promote awareness, growth, healing, and change about the subject of narcissism and narcissistic abuse that happens. If that's something that you're interested in learning more about, would love to invite you into a community of narcissistic abuse survivors that are in a community on our app, which is the NARC app, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. And those people are on there helping to encourage each other, helping to track their progress and growth, helping to track their no contact with their narcissist, and also like going through courses of what is narcissism, like learning about it, um, learning about the, the facts, the feelings, and the fable that you're struggling with, and and how to be able to tell a new story to be able to get yourself into healing and growth even faster at times. Now, it's a great community. There's a lot of people that have signed up just this month. Uh, since it's new out this month, as of the first of the month, uh, there's over 800 people that have signed up. So it's a really awesome place to be able to get encouragement and grow. Also, if you want to meet one-on-one, -on -one, whether you're a person with narcissistic tendencies or you're a person dealing with narcissistic abusive relationship and you're in that relationship trying to figure out how to get out or you're out of that relationship and you're not sure what to do, uh, please reach out. Please contact me. I would love to be able to talk to you, be able to have a one-on-one. -on -one. We could sit down, try to walk through different things. One of the things I try to focus on is just that cognitive dissonance that you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis when the narcissist is screaming at you and then says they love you. And then you go home and you're like, wait a second what am I actually doing like what am I believing because that's the kind of stuff that builds that trauma bond over a period of time and locks you in as being their supply so please be careful please be careful with the narcissist get out of that relationship if you can uh, go no contact if that's if you're in that abusive relationship if you want to talk more would love to talk to you reach out follow on any of the social media TikTok, Instagram and Facebook or listen on the podcast Apple podcast or Spotify thanks so much mm -hmm. 
Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule a one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.